Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, you know, it's Teacher Appreciation Week. It should be every week. Boy, I tell you, I, I agree. After doing homework and after all that COVID stuff and having to teach yeah. kids at home, I'm like, yeah, go hug a teacher today. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny because my son, he's younger, but he, he still hugs his teacher. And I'm like, what's the cutoff age for hugging your teacher? It's You don't do it in high school. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently in for some middle school. Yeah, but it's I'll so cute you. to see those little kids, you know, they'll go hug a teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for uh, Teacher Appreciation Week, we're going to salute the teachers this morning. You know, the average yeah. teacher works 10 hours a day, and so that's about 52 why are you looking at me? I can't do mental health. You did not salute your teachers. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Ninety-two uh, percent of teachers spend their own money on things on their own classrooms for the students. I don't know how it's not a hundred percent because my wife taught, and they don't get all the stuff they need for yeah. teaching. Yeah, so they they depend on the other parents and stuff to donate, but they also end up buying stuff themselves. Okay, twenty yep. percent of the teachers, public teachers, they say, have a second job outside of teaching. Wow, that's so, terrible. For goodness sakes, buy them a Starbucks card and appreciate them this week or next week. You know, I, that, when I was in school, that would have shocked me. Yeah. But when I used to work in restaurants, some of our servers were teachers during the day. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, you're a teacher? How can we, we party? Yeah. How can you be yeah. a teacher? Well, 42% of the teachers say their job has become more stressful over the past few years. And 56% say that student behavior negatively impacts their work. Yeah. And also, you know, their um, um, satisfaction with their job. Yeah, they really don't get paid enough because now they're not just teachers. They're like mental health professionals and everything else. And it's yeah. just, I feel like they should make the most money. Especially, yeah. You know, and especially we need to up the pay for the substitute teachers because that's the ones that really. I disagree. <laughs> the worst. Yeah, they, they also don't do anything. Well, they don't. They just kind of sit there and make sure, you know, the kids don't. Get crazy, but we got crazy with our substitute teachers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. you saw that fresh meat. You know, I did better with a substitute teacher. I was passing, yeah. we had a teacher that was out for like two months yeah. or a semester. I made like great grades with that substitute yeah. teacher because I understood the way she taught. Okay. He came back. F. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know if that's the kind of substitute, though. That's like a fill-in. It's the one who goes in for one or two days, and they know they'll never have to see you again. Oh, yeah. They're just like, they just sit in the chair, and you can yeah. almost do anything. I just always loved when they didn't know what was on the curriculum that day, and they would ask the class, and we'd be like, um... 
I think it was actually movie day today. Yeah, I know. Right. I love that. <laughs> Most of them were smart enough not to fall for that. We put thumbtacks in one of the substitute oh, teachers. Yes. Oh, yes. No. And she must have had like this, uh, you know, I don't know. Padding? But, yeah, padding. Yeah, back that, be Because she did not get up. <laughs> she did not get up. It's like she sat there oh, on those no. tacks. Yeah. She's um, like, don't let them see the weakness. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> we were horrible to a few of our substitute teachers. I know. Uh, and then they say, um, 42% say increases in administrative regulations have affected their work. Hmm? Basically, the um, what you always say, Tom. Like all uh, the extra red tape and bureaucracy yeah, they have to yeah, deal with. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, my aunt yeah. was a teacher, mm-hmm. and she eventually retired early because of the student's behavior. Mm-hmm. They lured her back by offering her a job where she trained other teachers, and so she did that for another eight years and enjoyed that. But she actually taught like William Shakespeare literature. So you think she would have been getting the better kids to begin with. They weren't the ones who were just doing English to pass high school. They were taking the more advanced English class, and she still got fed up with it. So I think the kids' behaviors in schools has gone downhill, or at least where she was at. She was in Florida. Well, the Department of Education say that teachers do let their personal feelings towards students impact their grades. I was a teacher's pet on one teacher. Okay. Miss Spencer, I have no idea why. She liked Mm -hmm. me, and it was a fortunate thing because I would not have passed that class otherwise. (laughs) And just to let you know, teachers, we have our favorites, too. <laughs> yeah, I told you about the home home homework pass is my favorite night with my kids. I will never forget yeah. when Mrs. Melby's name changed to oh, Mrs. Green oh, and we found out that, that she had a husband. Oh no. I was devastated. Wait, did you have a crush on her? I was pretty sure I was gonna yeah. marry Miss Melby one day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> in like second grade. Yeah. But it's funny as a little kid I was like so it was such a rude awakening to find out she had a personal life. That was outside of our classroom, well, you know. And you know that the mm. certain teachers have to have their favorites in class. Yeah. You know, I mean. Oh, yeah. You, it, yeah, you can tell. Because you're human. Mm. You're going to like, if there's one little Johnny, he's going to be acting up all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes they do take him and try to fix him. And you also know when you're not the favorite. It's oh. very obvious. Or when you're the, the least favorite, when yeah. you're the one they don't like. I've had that, too. Believe it or not, um, <laughs> yeah. my wife, when she taught, she would get favorites. And it, like you said, it wasn't always the good kid. Sometimes it was a kid that was acting out that yeah. she felt like there was hope for, or she thought his personality was good. He just needed, he was in a bad home situation. Yep. So she would try hard to help that kid climb out of that hole. But you don't know what? You can't do it in one year. Yeah, I was the same way when I was a camp counselor. It was always the bad kid that just needed like a little bit of the attention. Love, that yeah. was always my favorite. Right. The spoiled brat kids. I was like, you go on to your daddy's BMW. You're a camp counselor, huh? Yeah, those huh? poor kids. Wow. <laughs> what kind of camp? Oh, uh, YMCA. Okay. Did, did little kids fall in love with you? Uh, throughout the week? No. Yeah. The bad ones always liked me. I don't really know what that means. Okay. But, so, I would go um, bad self. I would fall in love <laughs> with my camp counselor's girlfriend. Really? I that, yeah, and then, I did that too. Yeah. Then at the you know Friday night you have the bonfire and you want to stand by her. Aww. You start, you're not stealing this from me because that was exactly no, what my life my was. Boys. No, mine was Jan. I would go to church <laughs> camp mm-hmm. and we would fall for some girl. Sometimes it was the other camper, but sometimes it was the counselor's girlfriend. And uh-huh. like he would let me, like he would hold her hand and then I would be on the other side and I got to Aww. hold her hand as we did the little prayer at the end. So I didn't get to experience co-ed camps. I was in the Boy Scouts, <laughs> yeah. but I always wanted to be a camp counselor and. and until I saw Friday the 13th. 
Really? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not going in any woods with camp counselors. That made me want to go to camp. No. They have fun. Until they die. Yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> fun don't, first 30 don't minutes. Don't go off on your own. <laughs> I will say if I heard a ch 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 I would leave. Yeah, I would too. I would I'd too. Make sure I'd gas in well, my car. you know what? We want to salute the camp counselors too, along with the teachers for Teacher Appreciation Any, Week. Anyone who has to deal with kids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and parents too, then apparently. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. One thing that people love about our show, or at least they've told us this, right. is that we aren't afraid to tackle the tough issues. Yeah. We ain't scared about you getting offended. Some people <laughs> won't go into the politically incorrect <laughs> zone. They won't yeah. take a chance talking politics or go. significant social issues. Yeah. And some uh, big stuff's been going on lately, and I think I'm going to go ahead and tackle one of those this morning. We're an equal opportunity offender. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about whose responsibility it is. To place that grocery divider down <laughs> on the <laughs> belt between the two grocery stacks. This is so controversial. Don't get mad at us now. Is it the person <laughs> who just got through loading all their groceries on, or is it the next person who's about to load their groceries? I think it depends. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times when you pull your cart into an aisle, if yeah. the person's already up toward the register and you're back there with the last part of their groceries on the belt, yeah. you go ahead and set it up. There. So if you're about to check out and got it yeah, by the credit card machine? you're closer to the register, okay. you're okay. closer to the end of their belt or their stuff. But if I, you know, if I pull up and if I'm there and yeah. I'm at the end of my belt and somebody yeah. pulls up behind me, I will go ahead and put one there for them. See, I don't do that. Because it's not it's not my job to do that at that point. Well, oh, wow. whose job is it? Yeah, it's their job. They should hire a guy to run around and do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a joint job. If you're the oh. one up front, you push it back for the person behind you to get. Mm -hmm. Just make it a little Cause easier. Because you ever try down that little thing? Yeah, and you ever try to reach and you're reaching over people's groceries and you know they see you and it's like, can you just scoot it back? And they won't do it. It's awkward. I'll just wait. Yeah, yeah just that's, make eye contact. Okay, so I'm kind of on Kato's side. I think it depends. And I think generally speaking, I do it as the person who walks up. If I can reach it, I just yeah. grab it, set it down, and start putting my groceries on. But it sure would be nice if the person in front had already yeah. done that for you. Yeah, because when you pull in there, you know, and they're back further, you're at their butt, and they're at... <laughs> You can't reach it to put it up there, so... I but, but sometimes you don't have your grocery cart there, too, and you got, like, a whole bunch of stuff in your hands because you went in the grocery store for one thing, I and as you that. were shopping, you're yep. like, you know what, I need that, too, I need that, too, and before you know it, someone's like, you need a basket? No, I'm good! I'll get there! <laughs> I'm almost there! Got a two-liter between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> Just to work out for the day. Yeah, yeah, and then you get up there at the register, and someone's looking at you like, hey, help here because you put that divider <laughs> down i gotta get rid of this stuff well they just heard you say you got it so they're like ah he's yeah. got no, it no 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 that was the clerk that asked <laughs> me halfway through the store if i need a cart I, I think we should start an education program though i think the people who have put their groceries down i really feel like they're the ones who kind of should put that thing down because they have close access to it at the point they got done with their groceries they're right by it and then they also are the ones who knows when they've got all their groceries done. Well, and it's a courtesy thing for the next person. I, I just think it just depends on if someone's behind you or not. Well, no, because, because someone's eventually going to be behind uh, you. Uh, uh, no, you put you put the the things down, and or your items down, and then you're you know in the process talking with her. She's asking you how will that preparation H does that work? And you're like, yeah, it works. And you're talking to her and having a conversation. Someone comes up, mm -hmm. then you're already in the conversation with her. 
So, so what's your point? My point is it's their job to because I'm in a conversation with her talking if about my preparation. If you had just age, done it when you got done with your groceries, you wouldn't have to but, be paying attention to it. But no one might come it. for two hours. Then yeah. it'll scoot up to the front, and she'll set it back in the little no. thing. Well, then you got her doing extra work. Oh, my God. I agree with Sometimes Paul. I feel a little rude if I'm the person in front, and I put it down like, I ain't paying for your crap. Like, I don't yeah, mean you, it that way, but yeah, in my I head, I'm like, that's how they think about it? <laughs> no, you're just separating it so we know whose is whose. And sometimes you don't even need one because they can start, like, if yours is up just enough to stop yeah. the belt, and they could put theirs down, there's that whole space. Yeah, that's why this is a controversy right here, Tom. No one's going to ever agree on this. And does it really matter because everything's self-checked this, this time in anyway. yeah, true. Well, like, yeah. Costco still has that. I know they regular the regular ones, too. Where you got to do all the well, stuff I, we're talking yeah. about. At Publix, they have that, too. Yeah. yeah. Or even worse, when you put something on in the very back of the little conveyor belt, and it slides slowly as the cashier's waiting for it to get there. I don't, you know. Yeah, I, I, ever think how, <laughs> I think it knows, it doesn't know when there's nothing there. It knows yeah. when there's something there. Yeah. So it'll just slide up till the next one, no matter what. Oh, oh, so, so she don't have a like, little pedal back there that she hits the pedal and it moves forward? I don't think so. <laughs> a little bicycle. I, I thought that, no, I thought she had a pedal back there. <laughs> no, it's made, a button. It's a button? Okay. Yeah, it's got a but, sensor. It stops yeah. when it senses yeah. something Exactly. There. You know, but they but, don't leave it running while nothing's up there, though. You know well, what? it automatically stops at one point. It'd be funny, though, if you jumped up there and you had like your workout clothes on like you're on a treadmill and just have her turn it on you start oh, faster faster <laughs> i bet that doesn't cost hardly anything to replace one of those after a person stands on it i've always wanted to ride on one just lay down and ride yeah it. yeah like, you know what kind of like when you're at the airport and they have those baggage claims you just want to lay down sometimes yes. to see where it's going but at the grocery store at least i can find out how much i'm worth <laughs> you might be disappointed. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We're going to get to know the morning show a little better by yeah. getting to know our moms for Mother's Day. Yeah, guess your mama. And so each of us have written down a few interesting facts about our mamas. Right, yeah. And I'm going to read those, and we're going to try to guess whose mom that might have been. Now, I've talked about my mom almost every day. For the past 25 years here on the Hawk and Tom Show. We know. And well, you live with her. No, no, she lives with me. It's different. So, you know, <laughs> you hear me say, Mom, come get me. I'm done. Mm-hmm. We'll see if you can pick out my mama this morning. All right. Well, I talk to my mom most every day. Yeah? Me too. Yeah. Most every day we talk. Tom, how much do you talk to your mom? Every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> Sad. I'll call her on Sunday. In fact, my mom's listening now. She wanted to know when we're doing this okay. Because I called to ask her, what are some things I can tell them? Okay, oh, all right. Yeah. So these are so we don't know any of these things that we've written down. Well, you know the ones you, you wrote down. You know down. your mom's, yes. <laughs> right. So, all right. So we will start off okay. with uh, one of the moms here, and okay. you'll have to guess whose mom is this. Okay, all right. And I, I'm going to probably read it like, I try to read it like, not so it sounds like it's me, but okay. it's going to have to be first person. My mom once drove her car through a garage door while backing out of the garage. (laughs) Okay, all right. My mom also pulled over a police officer once and told him that he was speeding and he apologized (laughs) to her. (laughs) Okay. Um, My mom once was driving, slammed on the brakes, pulled into a driveway, jumped out of the car, walked two houses back, and came back and said, I thought that was a quarter. She saw a quarter sitting in a driveway and went and picked it up. Wow. All, all these. Oh, uh, this, this mom things. has a lot of driving stuff. Yeah. yeah. And my mom broke into a building in a graveyard and helped us steal papers and antiques. 
I don't know whose mama this is, but I want to be her friend. So it's not your mama? So <laughs> no. see, Tori just gave it away. Oh, right? sorry. Oh, well, it's not Tori. Tori's mama. She could be bluffing you. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's it. That's my poker face. Yes. Are you going to guess now? Or are you going to yeah. wait until we do them all? I think we guess now. Okay. Uh, it'll, but, it'll narrow them down well, as we that's get true. closer. That's, that's, that's but true. That's all right. Go ahead. Well, oh. I mean, there's all kinds of questions about that. Okay. So obviously, well, she, she, you know, she's into money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess you could look at it that way. I feel like it's Tom's mom. Do you? Yeah. You want me to guess? Yeah. I, I have a feeling it's Tom's mom. <laughs> I'm going to go with you Tom's can't pick mom. Your own. Tom's okay. mom. <laughs> it is my mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey. yeah. And I can tell you about every one of those stories. Uh, we broke into a graveyard. Uh, in a <laughs> You're building. not going to tell us all these stories. <laughs> no. I mean, that's one I, I want to know about. But yeah. like, on that one, uh, we had done it earlier without her, and we yeah. came back and told her there's like old cars in there, and there's a bunch of old papers. She wanted to see the old papers to see what they said. Wow. <laughs> and it turned okay. out there was a bunch of stuff from the days before and after World War II started. Oh, and it was wow. interesting reading notes of people the day before we joined in World War II, before okay. Pearl Harbor happened. Wow. Yeah. Just days before, no clue at all. And then shortly after that, you're reading all these letters and notes and stuff. And then there was gas rationing stamps and things like wow. that. That's pretty cool. That's the one I almost thought it might not be your mom, because I know how much of a Christian she is. Right. I know, but she did do that. But, but you know what, I tell you what gave it away? You, you, you went into too much detail about the quarter. Yeah, I know. I said, <laughs> I said he knows too much yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so that was right. Tom's mom, which is very interesting. That Tom. is wild. Yeah. I, did not, I look at your mom differently. Okay, now. so well, next mom. So when she was wild and young. <laughs> Guess your mama. Mama number uh, two. Okay. All right, <laughs> mom has been married to her high school sweetheart for 43 years this August. Mm-hmm. She survived a boating accident where the boat burst into flames. Wow. Oh, okay. She would prefer to get plants for her garden instead of a dozen roses. Okay. And she was a flag girl for motorcycle races in her 20s. A flag oh, girl? Yeah. Oh, okay. Pictures? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, wow. I don't see them too. Hey, that's my the, line. I know. I'm playing yeah. the part of Tom. Uh-huh. Um, well, so, I I know who it is based on one of those things only because I process you, you, of well, elimination. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Um, so, I think it's Tori's mom. Okay, all right, Tori. Who do you think it is? Hog's mom. I want to go with Tom's mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that is Tori's mom. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. And, so she, uh, and then the most interesting thing that stands out is she was a flag girl. No, I think they're surviving a boating accident well, where the too. boat bursts yeah. into flames. What's happening? She's out there on the Yeah, lake, it was or? when she and my dad were dating, and mm-hmm. it was back when you would carry the extra canister of gas on the actual boat with you. Yeah. And somebody on the boat says, what's that little spark? And my dad's like, jump and everybody jumps off the boat and it just explodes they all made it okay the boat did not i will say if you'd have started out with tories i would have thought it might have been your mom yes <laughs> I, that's true yeah, yeah, that's except true. for the flag girl thing i wouldn't see tom's mom being a flag girl but well, in her 20s she could have been she was pretty hot yeah, she was yeah. attractive she was. you look some of the younger pictures of tom's well, mom I, that's different than because you flag yeah. girl you more than attractive. Right, right. Wow. <laughs> wow, I did not yeah. know that. She kind of had like a Shania Twain going like okay. thing going on. That's right. who she reminds me All of. All right, do we want to I think continue? we can wrap this up. We're all, maybe, I don't know. You want to do them in a second or do the other two make everyone wait? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, think, we'll yeah. do the last two. Uh, um, you can almost do some elimination and figure these out pretty quick. But uh, okay, all right. We've obviously yes. got Hawk and Cato left. Guess Go. your mama this morning. All right, we will <laughs> get the last two here in just a minute. All right. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. 
Well, Mother's Day's coming up. We're playing a game called Guess Yo Mama. Match yep. the mama with the, uh, I guess, celebrities here on the Honk and Tom Show. You reminded me of the fair. Just don't include weight. Guess your mama's weight. <laughs> All right. So we have got Hawk and Cato left to go. We're going to guess which one of these is Hawk's mom and which one is Cato's mom. All righty. Okay. All right. Yeah. So my mom owns a 5.0 convertible Mustang. Wow. She Dang. has picked up a hitchhiker. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. She has a son that is younger than her grandson. Wow. And she goes to the gym daily. Now, before you guess, I'll read the other one, and then you guys can guess. Okay. All right. All right. The I second know, one. The you do? <laughs> I know which one's which. Okay. <laughs> My I, mom I married three times. Okay. Her first husband died when she was a 16 years old in a logging accident. Okay. My mom's dad pointed a gun at her when she was four years old. So her mom grabbed the gun and hid it from him for over 30 years. (laughs) Wow. Redneck. My mom was stopped by a state trooper helicopter when she was a teenager. Okay. And my mom's third husband was an auctioneer for Elvis Presley's Peabody Hotel in Memphis. Wow. Yeah. My mom's had a pretty boring life. <laughs> Aren't you glad? <laughs> she was the black girl. Yeah. That's right. true. So, that we hold on Tori, to that. you're really the only one that can guess because they both know which one's their mom and I know. Right. Okay. So um, the question is, who do you think is whose mom? Uh, the gun thing makes me think Tennessee. <laughs> well, Elvis Presley takes you to that too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that is correct. Hawk's yeah. mom my is mom. the one who had the gun pointed at her when she was oh four. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. far more interested in how come she was stopped by a state trooper yeah. helicopter. Yeah. Okay. Well, they. I guess apparently she was a teenager and they were going. To, and at that time, it was you know rare to see helicopters. And that everybody in the car is uh, is like they're on double date. And <laughs> Uh, the girl in the car was going, hey, look, there's a helicopter. It's a helicopter. And they were waving at the <laughs> helicopter and everything. And then what would happen, it'd be a two-lane road back then. And so they landed the helicopter right in the middle of the road. And so they had to stop. And oh my, my mom God. was just burst into tears because that was uh, state trooper oh. saying she was going too fast, passing all the cars on the road. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So she got yeah. a ticket for that? She, they, he let her off because she started crying. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, I just imagine crazy. she saw that helicopter and was like, ah, someone's about to be in trouble. Wait, what's happening? No, no, no. no. But they didn't think like that back oh then. Oh, my gosh. It's like, that's crazy. Yeah. But, but what if they had helicopters now? That would, I'd be wow, what if? No, no, I'm just saying that, that, that would stop you. State trooper helicopters stop you on the road. Yikes. Now they just radio it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah but and, it, and it's helicopter. Helicopter. A helicopter. Helicopter. Oh, boy. Helicopter. Yeah. What's happening? You have to, you'll have to do his English later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but her dad was drunk one time, pointed a gun at her. And oh, so my no. granny hit it. For 30 years and he finally went he goes will you give me back that gun because i'd like to sell it <laughs> my grandmother she was rowdy good for wow. her yeah wow oh, that's, that's crazy yeah. and then with with the logging accident back then they would put the dead body inside the house and so they brought his body back when she was, was it 16 viewable yeah it was viewable okay. it was viewable and put the casket in the living room. And she slept oh. in the house with him in the casket. Oh, no. In the living room. No, no, no. Wow. No, yeah. that's how you get ghost. Yeah, no, no. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. So she's had a tough life. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
What okay. a trooper she is. Yeah, she's a good yeah. one. Well, Kato, you thought you had a good one, but hawk up to you, man. Oh, yeah. My mom's good. She's yeah. a good oh. mom. She she picked up a hitchhiker. But, but. <laughs> Yeah, and she's still with us today. Yeah. And there's yeah. so many uh, I wanted to put on that list. You only limited it to us to four. Well, I even called my mom. Never pick a <laughs> never pick a hitchhiker up that's carrying an axe. Yeah, you well, avoid that one unless you need an axe. <laughs> right, or maybe it's in logging country like your mom was. <laughs> there you go. All right, so now you know a little more about our moms, which kind of gives you a lot of the pieces of the puzzle about us. <laughs> How we ain't right, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.